That could be the intro this week. Oh, we're on the air. Yeah, that was my that was my rendition of the intro. I was getting bored of the actual sample. That's quite, that's fine. You can acapella the intro. That's that's new. People like that. I heard acapellas are in. Have you seen Pitch Perfect? That's an acapella movie. Is it? <laughs> A movie. <laughs> Before we started recording, we said we we weren't going to talk about anything we'd watched, just True. just because it sounds like Gareth and Rob review what they've been <laughs> what they've been fumbling about with all week. But I think that was relevant to the uh, aforementioned thing, so it wasn't really a delve into what we watched. I haven't seen it. No, what, what's it about? Um, what Pitch Perfect? Girls oh. that sing. Oh, it's about high school a cappella bands, bands, groups, and. It's got Rebel Wilson in it. Our Australian princess, Rebel Wilson. Don't know who that is. Haven't seen the, <laughs> haven't seen the she's, film. She's quite a large girl, Rebel Wilson. Good for her. Mm. So, yep, welcome to episode 13, I believe. 13 or 12 or 13? 13. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. Nothing's going to go wrong. No, because 13 is lucky, unless you believe in that bullshit. But we've just pretty much finished our OP, so we thought we'd podcast and let you... Be people out there in Twitland know about it. Yeah, um, and we're, we're doing this one live tonight on the same old streaming thing that we that we did before. Um, even though we, we were planning to kind of move it to Instagram and shit, but we couldn't get our act together. And uh, because we're writing music, which is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not fucking about with with podcasts, stupid podcasts. But um, yeah, throw caution to the wind. Chuck it out live. Who cares? Just don't say fuck or bugger. But yeah, it's been it's been a long fucking EP. It's like I've I don't know, my hair is way too long, my beard is fucking a mess. Mine was, I shaved it this morning. Yeah, I haven't I haven't got there yet. It was only because I found my razor. It was in my travel bag. But it feels like this EP has gone on for fucking ever. It feels like it's <laughs> But goodly, it's been good progress because, you know, we've been getting the sounds right in certain instances and uh you know, there's vocals. There's a vocal one we had to get right. Yeah, you're all gonna love. And I don't know. It's. Uh, I think a while ago, I just I just felt like you know what, with music the way it is, unless everything sounds exactly the way we want it to, I just I just can't be fucked releasing anything. Exactly. Preach. Yeah. So, what would you say was the vibe of this particular EP that we've just completed? Uh, it's pretty all over the place. There's there's like intro knife party style. I think. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a, there's a, a it's a kind of like the whole abandoned ship thing. There's a bit of everything, but I feel like it's it's a it's a lot darker. Um, Good with uh, the you know with it with two of the tracks than the other ones. So yeah, we'll feature one on this. We'll feature uh, one of them today. Yeah, and possibly again uh, later this week or next week. What else? What else have we got in in store for the? What's been grinding your gears this week? Uh, this week, just mix downs. <laughs> just nothing else. <laughs> exactly. Actually, it hasn't. Mix downs have been surprisingly easy. I mean, um, sounded sounding better than ever, IMO. Well, it's been, I mean, I don't know what's been happening. I think Getter quit, didn't he? Yeah, that was, I, I, read, I read all about that and the, the timeline, the various timelines blew up and were... I can't remember the statement that he made, but I think you know he he tried to do something different, and his it was really quite dark. His fans were booing him and throwing shit at him. So just just for anyone who doesn't know, Getter's 
quite a big dubstep DJ. Yeah, he was. Um, Getter was or is. I'm not. I'm yeah, not. he is. Yeah, I think, and he's quite synonymous from what I gather with the the rhythm kind of sound. I think that's what his fans are probably expecting. So it's pretty dark that I guess he tried something new. I mean, do, do you have any examples of up there of like? I mean, I know I know my cousin uh, mentioned him to me a while ago uh, when she got into dubstep. Uh, you know, and she was in Perth, and it's probably the only artist that stands out that she mentioned to me at the time. Um. Yeah, weirdly enough, I've never met him. Um, but, I, I mean, obviously we know pretty much everyone who kicks around with that whole rhythm scene out there in L.A. So, I mean, do you have any examples here? Yeah. Um, Let me find something. So this is uh, one of the tracks that he was known for. Well, not one of the ones he was known for. This is just like an example of right. the songs that he'd make before. Squelchy. Yeah. Yes. Squelchy, pretty heavy, sort of. Heavy dubstep, rhythm kind of... Bro step at its finest. Um, and then on the latest album that everyone was complaining, whatever. Well, I guess because he was performing this album in, in its entirety uh, or something at, at a show. Right, so that's... I haven't actually heard this either. I mean, it's cool. It's, just, it's madly different to his other stuff, though. Does it get heavier later? That's... Oh, there we go. Kind of yeah. pick, picks up. So, I mean, so he he quit because of this, did he? Well, no, he quit because he he, he did a tour. So, like, a, I think uh, like a hard ticket tour of this album, and people, his fans were like being really shitty and throwing shit at him, booing him and stuff. And I think he, after three gigs in to the tour, he just had enough. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. That dubstep crowd is a pretty. Lo- uh, well, well, they know what they want. Obviously, not loyal, but pretty hardcore uh, following, aren't they? Yeah. The purist, I guess, is the wrong word. I think they just know what they want. Yeah. They definitely like. So, um, I mean, uh, I don't, de- I definitely not on, on the side of fucking bottling and booing an artist you've gone to see. So did he, he quit completely? He well, I mean, that was, that's what I read. Like, that's what I saw. Don't yeah. want to speculate too much on it, but that's, I saw that he basically wrapped it up and a lot of, a lot of our peers were, you know, showing him a lot of love and support and we like, don't don't quit but he seems to it's a bit odd to quit after sort of one tour um well he didn't even finish the tour he just cut it short and quit i mean we've not exactly been without our own uh fan bases turning on us in, in some cases or like our, our peers even fucking not even supporting us calling us cunts along with everyone else so get it mate we can relate yeah but don't quit dude yeah, you can't quit. You just you call your fans a bunch of cunts. You have a ra- <laughs> you have a you have a mini internet fight with Virtual Riot on Twitter, and then you just come back in full force. You feel sad for a couple of hours, then you just fucking <laughs> order some food and you forget about it. Yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know. It, my the the internet turning against you and fans turning against you is one thing. When it's just when it is just the internet. Having a crowd in front of you turn against you, I just don't know. That that does sound pretty scary. That is true. And I mean, deflating. I remember like when... throwing shit at you and booing you. I remember we were, we were doing that tour with Linkin Park in the oh States. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. We were, well, we were supporting them, R.I.P. Uh, Chester. Um, but it very it very quickly became sort of apparent why being a support band sucks. And... <laughs> and it, you know, especially at shows like the uh, the Philly 
show where some guy just stood with his middle finger outstretched to my face in front of me. For the whole set. For the whole set. And I remember just looking up into the bleachers and seeing people with popcorn having conversations. Yeah. And I think sh- shortly after that, I was like, you know what, guys, we've kind of had enough of Pendulum. <laughs> it was, was pretty much after that, didn't we? Yeah. Um, so, so we get it. I kind of understand on, on that level. But he wasn't a support act. This, from what I gather, and I might be wrong because this is speculation. But that's even worse. That means it's your own people. That's his fat. Yeah, I know. So how devastating would that be? Having, th- having your own fans throw shit at you because you're trying to like artistically carry yourself somewhere else. Cause, and I get, I get what he's saying because let's all be honest, rhythm's getting a bit fucking long in the tooth and he wants to do something different. Yeah. So do you, do you know what I think he should have done? Different you, project, different you know. name. You know. Standard. Imagine if we had just called... Call it Fork Party. Imagine if we had just come out, you know, with all the shit that we came out with Knife Party. And then... Just as Pendulum. Like, sorry guys, I know we've been known for fucking drum and bass. Here's Begin Again. (laughs) I know we've been known for drum and bass since 2002, but here's a bunch of fucking house and we're not going to (laughs) stop. It's just house from there. Here's a song called Internet Friends. Just take it. I mean, we pretty much did that same thing just with rock, but uh, we'll ignore that. Yeah, yeah, but we, we like... we. What's it called when drug dealers put something else into drugs to like... Spiking? No, to make it go further. Oh. Uh, cutting. They cut, cutting, we, yeah. We cut, we cut rock into the drum and bass drug. We, like, uh, we cut it in to make it, to stretch it. Kind of. I mean, just to make it more interesting for us, I guess. Exactly. So, so yeah. I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess it's one of those things where you, if you're not him and you weren't in that situation, you can't really speculate but you know just to say mate get her don't quit <laughs> we get it yeah we get it get her or at least i don't know come back with something else i think if i think if we had that experience i'd pretty much just ma- maybe i would pack in whatever project we were working on but i'd come back with something else you know fuck project. you and for all you know it's probably what he's gonna do i'm coming back entirely with just ambient music and do you, meditation do you, shit do you think and this it might not have any bearing on his situation but do you think that in this day and age people are so their brand and how much they've built their brand and their and their fan base up is so important that jumping ship to a different project seems like just going too far back and starting it from scratch do you think there's part of that there maybe but i think you can kind of separate the brand and the music a little bit can't you like how important are they but i could just i could imagine being so caught up in in how much sort of I, I could see like because in, in this day and age like your what do they call it your your reach and your connectivity to people is based around what they're seeing because they follow you for one thing so if you want to introduce them to something the platform to do it is where you already have their attention held rather than starting from scratch and building a completely new account but then again with the reach of you've got from your one band you could be like yo check out my new band over here and get followers that way I don't know. I kind of used to. Th- I, I kind of used to think like that. Um, and then this band that I used to love at the time called Cave In. Mm. In fact, I'll tell you what. In the in the spirit of having a podcast where you can play audio, let me play some. I remember um, Cave In. Yeah, they're sick. Um, they were one of my favorite bands. Uh, I guess this is around sort of maybe two thousand four, two thousand five. Mm. Um, and they were pretty. I don't know, they had a lot of sort of different styles and different sounds, and one of their albums sounded like this, which I was a massive fucking fan of. And then they pretty much uh, 
changed sort of overnight and then they came back sounding like this. I mean, that is going to alienate fans if they're, if they're expecting one thing and getting another. I mean, what I found out afterwards was they, they were pretty much, I mean, that's not obviously not death metal, but they were sort of death metal uh, before they even did that poppy-sounding space album that yeah, they made. that proggy. And um, I don't know, I kind of, I, I was just on board for like the space fucking <laughs> spacey so like You came into it when they did their left turn. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think that what happened is they got uh, they were having problems with their label at the time, who wanted them to do the more sort of pop space rock route. Right, and, and they, they like, have this guns. Yeah, and and that was them being like, oh, you know what, we're just gonna <laughs> fucking take this back to the angry place. Yeah, me, I, I didn't know what the angry place was, and neither did a lot of their fans. Right, Cause so because they, they gained probably a lot of popularity through that album, and then yeah. So I was. That's probably like one of the only times I've been like, you know what fuck you. Like, I was ready for another <laughs> masterpiece. What the fuck happened? Yeah, right. And the weird thing is I, is I love that other type of music as well. But it was just the fact that they Getting it from it. them was just a complete curveball. Yeah. So in a, in, a, in a sense, I get it. But like, I don't know, man. It's, you got to do what you want. Yeah, I think. Agreed. If fans aren't along for the ride, then call yourself something else. Fucking do whatever. But fuck make music just for other people. Abandon ship. Yeah. Abandon your actual ship, but I think I, I think a lot of people are scared to um, change their name and have to sort of start again uh, from that point of view. Yeah, you know what I mean. I, that, that's kind of the point I was making. Is like, do you think that it might come from not necessarily for for him, for Getter, but um, I could see quite a lot of people being terrified of the thought of starting from scratch when they've put all this time and content into building like a, a reach and a following and then having to turn their back on it must mean, might, might seem quite scary. I mean, I, I remember when we shut down Pendulum and decided to do a knife party, there was a lot of people and friends and peers were like, oh, this is a, that is a very brave move, yes? <laughs> and like, just being like, you guys are absolutely mental. What are you doing turning your back on this band? I'm like, trust me. Yeah. We want an EDM. Trust me, it's never going to stop. <laughs> Skrillex number one. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. Uh, so we should, let's play a song. Let's, we, got, we found so many amazing fucking bits of music earlier. Uh, we I've got to play some of these. All right. This is uh, Chainsaw by Losers. Boom.
That was Chainsaw by Losers. <laughs> That's fucking heavy. My most radio voice. You know, Gaz, <laughs> if I had to wear like a political red hat, my right. red hat would say, make music angry again. I know, I completely agree. Music is, I mean, heavy music is out there, but I think music in general just is... But no one likes it, which is a cause for anger. So what, this again, I know, I feel like we've had this conversation before, but what are the angst... How are teens getting their angst out? Because music is just so chill. They're not angst anymore, man. They're just sad. Oh, sad why, girl. Why do you think they keep like having lowercase letters in their EP titles? Because they're so sad. <laughs> I consider naming the EP more lowercase equals more sadness. Is it hypernormalization? No. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Um, yeah, music is generally quite chill. Why? What? You tell me. Well... I read some article the other day that said that they thought it was because people don't really actively sort of listen to music anymore. They're not going on, oh, look, it's the new Radiohead album. Look, it's the new fucking thing from Knife Party. They're just basically finding some shit to put on in the background um, while they do other stuff. Like the backdrop to their lives. Yeah. So while they're doing fucking some work or they're- Commuting on a train. On the train or some shit, they're listening to podcasts or fucking like background shit. They're not listening to music as a feature. I get that. Like, can you imagine back in the day when people went to the vinyl store and they came home and then them and all their mates sat around a vinyl player and played it? It's like, couldn't be further from that these days. And I love that. Like, music as an event. I'm all mm. about that. In fact, if it's not an event, I can't be fucked <laughs> making it, to be quite honest. Well, because then essentially it just becomes elevator music. Or... Yeah. It is fucking elevator music. I mean, it's just background chill music to do other things. And that's... and. And that's indicative of the playlists that are the most popular, isn't it? The most popular ones are like... Yeah. Well, let's have a look right now at Spotify, even though it might kill my audio connection on my laptop. Um, let's have a look. Most popular playlists. Songs for Sleeping. <laughs> wow. Cinematic Chill Out. That's a new one. I do like the sound of that. Timeless Love Songs. Chilled Jazz. Peaceful Guitar. Holy shit. Which is which is strange because, you know, it should be like algorithmically uh, tailored to me and I don't listen to much 
stuff like that at all. Are you sure you don't listen to cinematic show? Romantic ballads, none of them. That's fucking blown my mind. Even though I, we were talking about it the other day, I didn't realise it was that. Right there on the playlist, it's there in black and white. Yeah. Like red and blue and coloured. That's fucking mad. But I guess, the thing is, is I, th- I don't think that people don't want heavy... So let's, let's not use the term heavy, let's use the term energetic. Yeah. Because it can be anything from fucking... Because, I mean, even Tame and Parlour, who are quite chilled, if you see the, their live footage, there's a lot of energy there. Well, you have to. You can't bore everyone to death. That's what I mean. You can't fucking put 10,000 people to sleep. But if all your songs are boring, what are you going to do? Jazz them up. <laughs> I guess. So there's a, I guess. So I guess what's changing is there's a place for energetic music, and that is it, solely in the live arena. And I guess for the greater part of music consumption these days, it's like this fucking backdrop to their lives. It sounds depressing, doesn't it? Fucking depressing. And it means there's this, <laughs> you heard it first here, this weird disconnect between like what people are listening to and what they want to go see, you know. I just want I don't want anything too surprising, like or too loud. I just want something nice and chilled. But when I go to see the show, they're better fucking they're better be see jumping off the fucking <laughs> lighting rig. I better see a fucking spectacle. <laughs> Get my money's worth. There better be some clouds flying around. It's like clouds twerking and yeah. more clouds doing things. Yeah, it's tough out here, kids. You gotta because I can remember once, I think our former management suggested that we even had acoustic versions of some of our songs or chilled remixes to get more playlist coverage of songs that were just so blatantly heavy that it's like, what are we going to, what? And they even mentioned that, like another artist who was known for completely different music, that his most popular sort, sort of Spotify listens were the chilled tracks. Yeah. Which he wasn't known for. He was known for like... Heavy EDM. Heavy EDM, yeah. <sighs> Big sigh. Well, is this podcast getting too too depressing? Cool. No, it's real, man. This is realness. <laughs> this is this is realness. Yeah, but you know when like so, you know when someone at a party is being too real, and, <laughs> yeah, and, and telling the girls Where those two dudes in the kitchen at the party being too real, and telling girls things which are driving them away. Yeah, you don't want to be those dudes. Where those two guys at the party? <laughs> <laughs> You'll always find us in the kitchen. Society's fucked, though. Doesn't anyone agree? Fucking hell! Why am I so unpopular? Oh, go home, mopey. <laughs> I wish I had friends. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess it's just the changing landscape. So you've got to adapt. You've got to adapt or go home back to Australia and work in a brewery. I guess. I'm still liking, I don't know, music with bowls. Same. I agree. And if you agree, tell us. Or the female equivalent of bowls, whatever, being politically correct. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other can of worms. Yeah, we're digging it. <laughs> So, um, so what else is new? We've covered news, we've covered the new EP. There's lot, lots of other depressing subjects on this um, on this list. I've got a weird fact. Yeah? What's that? I don't have a... Oh, wait, yes, I do. It's been so long since you recorded a podcast, I've forgotten where everything is. Exciting fact of the week. Rob, did you know <laughs> that the densest thing in the whole universe is... Uh, not including a uh, black hole because we don't know what's inside a black hole. But we can assume it's even denser. But the densest thing other than a black hole is a neutron star. And it's so dense. That I thought you were going to tell a your, your mum joke for a second. It's now. so dense that your mum is ass. Now, it's so dense that a teaspoonful of neutron star would weigh 10 million tonnes. How cool is that, kids? Would it? And it would fit in a teaspoon? Well, I mean, it's, it's, this is quite theoretical because... You probably couldn't get close enough to spoon out enough of it, but 
just say that you could get the amount that fills a teaspoon into a teaspoon, it would weigh 10 million tons. And there you have it. There's there's some cosmology for you kids. That's quite amazing, Gary. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Are you doing Brian Cox? I think your fans will find that quite fascinating. It would actually cost. It would actually weigh ten million tons. I sell out arenas, but not with music, with facts. <laughs> I know. I went and saw them facts. How mad must that be, considering that he was once in a band, still having a tour manager again, and probably roadies, but for facts instead of music. Yeah, Brian Cox going on stage on the biggest stage that he ever did with his band to play to bigger audiences than he ever did with his band to talk about the universe. All right, guys, let's smash it tonight <laughs> with, with physics. <laughs> Backstage banter. Yeah, that's exactly what it'd be like. The screen he had at his show was like a really good screen. Did you guys know that the power of ten moons can actually... <laughs> ah, shut up, dude. I just rigged the lights. Fuck. <laughs> uh, Brian Cox is great. Yeah, he's good. He's not he, like the, the only... Car- well, I guess... Uh, he's the Neil deGrasse Tyson of England. Of England, yeah. Mm. Telling, telling all the good facts. The, the funny thing... Oh, it's actually not funny, so I'm not going to mention it. But Brian Cox is great. I find it really interesting, all that cosmology and universal shit. I liked Neil deGrasse Tyson up until he did that mic drop on that, on that talk show. Don't do, a, don't do a real mic drop. When it, whenever anyone does a real mic drop, I lose my respect. If for something's become a meme... It's, then it's it's off. The amount of times I've nearly tweeted <laughs> some rant about how memes are shit, and then I've suddenly realised that it might age me or date me, whatever. Um, or that people might start making memes out of the fact that I hate memes. <laughs> yes. And then you can't win. <laughs> turn around and bite me on the ass, and I thought, you know what, better not. Yeah. Culturally significant memes that are really anchored in. The like this week or today or last week, just a- any of them that become a catchphrase. A- anyone that sends me like little phrases like uh, "when bays something and you got us something," just fucking shove it. <laughs> if you send that to me again, I'm never talking to you. When ba- when Bay is at home alone and her parents are out, you know the one. Oh, there's a picture of a dude running. What's one of the ones I hate most? Uh, sometimes it do be like that. Fuck off. Stop <laughs> saying the same things as everybody else. You imagine this. Can't come up with some new memes, please. When you're like, but the other person's like, Jod, I hate <laughs> Brexit, Brexit, Brexit memes. Brexit, <laughs> I hate Brexit memes. Brexit memes. I haven't seen any. I do follow this account, and the reason I follow it is because it is so completely relevant to the rest of the world. It's called Irish Simpsons fans, and it's just loads of memes to do with whatever's going on in Ireland. But it's so insular. And Are they actual, actual... It's just The Simpsons, and but it's got a meme that's just so relevant to maybe just like one city in Ireland, and the following... Because it's so inane, it's what funny. I think just the, the South, All right. the whole of it. But it's, it's so stupid and so irrelevant that it's funny to me. Oh, I've got to reposition my microphone there. <clears throat> it's getting a bit ahead of myself. Irish memes. I mean... I think if you follow an account that's giving you annoying memes and you keep following it, that's a little bit your fault. But I love it. I think they're funny. Oh. Those ones are funny because they're so stupid. They're oh, right. so dumb that like... I see, I don't mind... I and don't, the fact it's using The Simpsons to, for completely irrelevant shit. I don't mind as long as everyone's not saying them, you know? Trust and, me, everyone's not saying these. What's, a, what's another one of them? I can't, I can't even fucking think of them. I only know it when I see Well, it's them. just like when... It starts with when, and then it's like, type in, type in dumbest memes. Dumbest. 
meme. Uh, I spelled memes the wrong way. That's a fucking. A- any meme which has like top text and bottom text can get fucked. No, I'm over those. Uh, any meme with Drake being overused, I can do one. Any of the old classics from 4chan can go. Any sort of white people or like or like when black people, but yeah, uh, fuck off, stop fucking, we stop obsessing over this shit. You know, there's people that make their their livings out of memes. I think that's even worse. I know you're a professional memer. <laughs> Would they print that on their business card? Distracted boyfriend, shove it. The distracted boyfriend one's got to go. I can't find them. It's too hard to find. It's too hard to find ang- <laughs> memes. Shit memes. That'll make you angry when you got to. But yeah, fuck memes. Fuck memes. So that that grinds your gears. You could have mentioned that earlier when I asked you what grinds your gears. What else was on your list? I mentioned how we were gonna. We were talking about earlier. We were talking about putting a band together that would be intentionally hard to Google, yeah. and not just in terms of you know there was there was a. Because I've, I've seen a few people lately and seen the title of their band or whatever and been like, ooh. And, that, and they've stacked you're, in. You're really stacking the odds against you by. They've, oh, right. By having a name like that because no one's going to be able to Google you. Like there's an artist called uh, Coffee, but uh, spelt with a K, not a C. But I didn't know that. So I was looking for it for ages and all I could find was fucking Pret and Nero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Starbucks and Costa. <laughs> and she's great. But the name's not doing her any favours. Maybe maybe she needs to go back to the sort of 90s playbook where they called themselves like Coffee 14 or like Coffee 42. Yeah, that, but for mod, for modernity, they would need to change like one of the letters to a number. C, zero, no. Put an, you've got to put an A. You've got to put a four in there and a, a V upside down. A. That's, what, that's what's cool. Or like a W at the end. Coffee. Yeah, a W at the end. Coffee. coffee. Um... So what would we do if we wanted to, so let's, uh, let's well, I was thinking about a it. hypothetical project. We're going to make a band that's doing intentionally the, like the worst idea ever <laughs> for yes, Google, yeah. but it will be called, the band will be called Google. Googles with a, with a five at the end. Uh, no, just with a U in the middle. <laughs> like Google. No, yeah. just, it, it's, pronounced, it's still pronounced Google. And you've got to get really angry if people pronounce it wrong. Yeah. You guys are Google, right? No, it's Google! And especially if people confuse you with the search engine. Especially since the first album will be called Search. search. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Google, Search, have you heard it? Yeah. Right, that's a great project. No, literally, the inter- you'd never be able to find you on the internet. Yeah. This, it'd be physically impossible. It would, it would be ungoogleable if not for the fact that you were Google. Well, what's Spotify's affiliation with Google? None? Spotify? Yeah, so because when no. the track gets uploaded to Spotify, no. Well, there you go. So maybe, but maybe they might have beef with Google and will not even want to upload the track. We'll call it Spotify then. <laughs> no, but I mean, Spotify might be like, we're not uploading a track that blatantly seems to advertise a different company. They're like, no, no, that's our name. That's the name of our band. You're not really advertising. That's just the name of the tune. I mean, I could still call the track fucking Coca Cola. <laughs> yeah, that's not winning any favors either. I wish we were getting sponsored for this shit. <laughs> Coca Cola. Coke, Drink it now. Coca Buddy Cola, shove it in. <laughs> um, what else we got? Brexit, that's too boring. No one wants to hear some fucking. Although, although if you're British and you want to listen to a guy rant about Brexit, check out Jonathan Pye. He's yeah. a fucking funny motherfucker. He is amazing. He's, uh, his, his whole shtick is the off camera 
journalist. Uh, what do they call it? Field journalist. He's but it's like it's what he's saying off camera. So his whole shtick is like what happens when the when the cameras are turned yeah. off and they switch yeah. to another segment. Like because these these uh, you know the producers and the and the and the news people must have opinions of their own. Yeah, everyone's got an agenda. So what are they? So uh, Google uh, search. That's our new band. Make yeah. sure you check us out. Yeah, Google for it. Make sure you search for search. Google Google search by Google on Google. You just need to Google Google search. Yeah. Um, what else is new? We saw we saw a bit of Coachella happening. I didn't know a single fucking artist, and I felt like that episode where Homer Simpson doesn't recognize any, any of his favorite ba- uh, <laughs> any of his favorite bands in the shop. The kids are wrong, man. <laughs> it's the children that are wrong. Yeah, it was weird. I did see a picture of Will Smith's kid floating on top of a Tesla for his whole show. How how was he floating on top? Of it? Like the Tesla was flying, and he was standing on top of it. So or something. It might, I don't know. I, I, I didn't look any further into it, but it seems it seems insufferable. That whole meme of like stop making stupid people famous is like kind of boring already, but it's so true. Stop mm. making stupid people, like Jaden Smith does not need to be famous. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. Who's, who's making him famous? Is it you? Is it you? If it's you, stop it. Stop yeah. it now. I feel like all these people are funded by black ops. Black Ops being, I don't know, some secretive fucking police force. Wow, that just gave me mad deja vu. Who are funding Jaden Smith to annoy the world. Or confuse them away from the the deeper issues, Rob. The deeper issues. That's what's happening. I don't know a single person who likes him. Uh, And I'm pretty sure you could search on Twitter for, like, Jaden Smith fans and you wouldn't find any. So how's he booked? Kids? Is it kids? No. Well, it could be. There weren't no kids at Coachella. There are adults. There are is there, is it money earning, tax paying adults. Is it eighteen and up? Yeah, it is. I'm certain. I could be wrong, <laughs> but I'm fairly certain that it's grown ups. And what? And why a Tesla? I don't know. Product placement, helping Elon get to space, which I'm all for. Elon's been a right fucking meme lord lately, hasn't he? He loves a meme. Imagine how, how much money does he have? Wait, let me Google for that. Let me goggle for that. Goggle search now. Can you imagine having $21 billion? Well, that's $10 billion less than Mackenzie Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> she got $36 billion. She's richer than Elon. She can make a space program. She won't, though. No. Too hard. I wonder what she'd do. But can you imagine having $21 billion and still caring about memes? What, like his Harambe song? Harambe. That and just his whole thing. 420, y'all. I feel like Grimes slipped him some... (laughs) Meme juice. Some memeing juice that (laughs) caused him to like float stock at fucking 420. (laughs) He did do that, didn't he? And he got in serious trouble for it because it was was technically fraudulent or insider trading or something. I'd I'd love to talk to him and be like, dude, what's that about? I'd love to have a conversation with him. I have a million well, I, questions. I'm just trying to, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to be a, a troll, you know. Yeah, but you have twenty-one billion dollars. You could buy, like, you could buy Syria and fix it and fix it. And <laughs> I don't know. How would you go about that, though? I don't know if you can. 
Is there, is there a Craigslist for countries? Contact the president. You're like, dude, come on. 21 billion, though. I guess there probably is. Probably not even that. You probably can, I don't know. Maybe you can, maybe somewhere in Eastern Europe, like Latvia. Well, I think Latvia is quite big. Oh. Uh, who, no. But, 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 yeah. Uruguay. No, not Uruguay. That's in South America. Uh, Albania. Albania. And just go to the president and be like, I'll give you five, bi- five billion. Ten, ten billion. I own the country after that. I don't know if our maths is is on. I wonder what our countries actually cost. If you know what countries cost, please tell us. It says here that Jeff Bezos still has 100, <clears throat> $151 billion. Not anymore. Or is that after the divorce? That's after the divorce. He was about 160. She's taken 36 of it. Oh, he's still got 151. Oh, yeah, he's all right. He's oh. got a space program as well, old Jeff. Does he? That's a lot of money to lose over a dick pic. Thirty-six billion. Was that what happened? The dick. Oh yeah, because he, he was. Uh... He was sending dick pics or something to somebody, and it got out. Now they're divorced, and he lost thirty-six billion. That's... She could have gone for sixty, but thirty-six billion dollar dick pic. <laughs> Is it weird? I want to see it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's just because it's a $36 billion dick figure. I just, I'm curious to what... It's yeah. just going to look like a dick. Exactly. And he's lost $36 billion over it. Like a 50-year-old's dick. How old is he? I don't know, 50 or something. Amazon. Amazon dick. Amazon Prime dick. I know exactly what song to play after this. What's this, that? this little section. It's Australian and it's beautiful. All right, it's the chats.
good pump feed. Yeah. That was bloody brilliant, mate. Some Australian punk in your ears by the chats. I don't know why I'm back announcing like we're actually on radio. <laughs> it just feels natural. Fucking <laughs> wish we were on radio. <laughs> <laughs> what would we do? I couldn't do it daily. No, neither. Don't care enough. And I'm too prone to mood swings. I feel like anger about things would get the best of me and we'd end up losing our jobs. Just go on LBC. That's a British station for people that aren't in Britain. Oh, I thought you I thought you were trying to recommend me something like CBT. No. <laughs> no. What I didn't even know what LBC stands for. But I know Nigel Farage has a fucking show on that. Liverpool Breakfast Cunts. Cunts. <laughs> yeah. Good. Wicked. Well. So uh, uh, have you seen anything? <laughs> any, uh, anything? I haven't been watching shit, man. I don't know what I've been doing. You know those moments. I know what you've been doing. What? <laughs> you fucking mixing and mastering an EP. That's true. I've been trying to learn some stuff as well. Yeah. This, this year there were a, there were a couple of things I've been trying to learn. Just because I don't know. I think I think like ego can get the best of you with production, and I don't even think my ego is like big or anything. But which might be the ego talking. Who knows? But that's very Freudian of you. Yeah. Um, but I think sometimes, like, you can get somewhere with your career, and you think, "Oh man, I know all about this shit," and you don't really know as much, or, or you sort of put off learning something that yeah. is important and would have helped you earlier, but mm. you just put it off because you think, "Oh, I don't need that." I'm fucking because you have a measure of your own success, and you, and you think, "Yeah, well, what, you know, why should I have to go back to school?" Yeah, exactly. Um, and you kind of it was one of the things was music theory which is a boring fucking topic. But like... Mm. It's important. I mean, I knew a bit. I knew enough, enough to get me by. But there was always like the the whole um, shtick of like, uh, who was that composer that did... Um, fuck, I can't remember the film. Uh, film with robots and the AI and the shit. <laughs> That's such a bad description. Clint Mansell? No, it was... Uh, John Williams. W- Wiggly Scott. Ridley Scott. Uh, Ridley Scott was Vangelis. Yeah, Vangelis, that's right. So, God, it, I've got a fucking movie encyclopedia inside me. <laughs> and I've got just like metadata that, <laughs> that points to a place. I focus it. Um, yeah, so Vangelis was pretty famous for like n- not knowing shit about music theory and just relying on what worked. Mm. Um, so that's always like, and I, I know like a lot of artists are kind of similar. In fact, they, they're kind of scared that if they learn music theory, it's going to take away their natural vibe. Yeah. Vibe. Yeah. Um, and I don't ever think... And their creative process. I kind of think that's bullshit, really. I think all it can do is really help you and help you to know, uh, like, help you to know why things work and why other shit doesn't work. Well, not understanding the fundamentals is going to get you to a point where it's holding you back because you don't even know how to... If you don't know how to... Even the technical side of uh, production and mixing, if you don't even understand certain fundamental principles, it's going to end up eventually holding you back. When yeah. You, when you've survived on vibes for so long, eventually you need to know the fucking... Yeah, and it's the same thing. I mean... Meat and potatoes. Someone might put drums together and they're like, oh, I really don't know why, the, why everyone loved the drums on that one and they hate the drums on this one. Whereas if you know about audio... You know, it's because you, you're done goofed. Yeah. <laughs> So music theory, and we went down a bit of a rabbit hole with the old, uh, the old FM, yeah, synthesis, uh, which is, uh, and both are kind of like 
things that aren't that fucking really intimidating, but they are at the same time. They're quite. I think I found FM fucking intimidating. <laughs> I mean, it's, it is quite complex, and you have to get into the sort of math and physics of it, which I guess, which I love. I mean, you don't have to. You can just fuck around and still end up with decent results. We know lots of people who do um, mm-hmm. and have. Yeah. But again, like you can just stumble across the sounds and you don't know why the fuck this one sounded good and why that one sounded bad. And then you don't have the ability to recreate or go for what you wanted. Yeah. You can have a sound in your head and not really be able to deliver it Yeah, without yeah. spending two weeks tweaking. So that's a super interesting talk about FM and fucking music theory. Jesus. It's good. It's, it's, it's good to learn. You never tell to learn. There's always one nerd who like tweets me even though I don't go on Twitter that much and he's like oh I really enjoyed that one bit <laughs> only one of them yeah public service announcement yeah um what else could we talk about well we need to play our new song I'm really excited about playing this alright so this is the new one from us this is uh, Knife Party Ghost Train and we'll see you not next week it'll probably some of the time working yeah. on other shit now next week or the week after or something where we will play probably something else yeah we'll see you next time but this is your first little taster so ghost train love it Annoying voice overlay so that DJs can't pretend we sent it to them and play shitty quality versions in their sets.